Hey, so today we're talking about New York legalizes recreational marijuana. And man, new real estate opportunities are on the horizon. And lastly, Prince Harry gets a job. Are you ready? Welcome to the St. Michael Podcast. going down we are here on the say michael podcast one man's attempt at business family and comedy and you know who i am i am your host michael agbajan and before we continue you already know we cannot start without introducing super producer simeon what's good what's good what's good what's going down how you feeling feel great bro another day, another day. man episode 65 65 we're doing great things bro yes sir we know we're doing great things we've been consistent uh week in and week out bro couldn't ask for uh for better more bro so I'm, I'm i'm we're good bro i'm blessed bro man i could say just to start out just got big news huge news colossal news big big news man like look in asan you would call this move uh this move uh gedegbe mm-hmm Gigantic, huge pandemonium. Yes, that New York is now coming to its senses and legalizing recreational marijuana. Like, big, very big. Wow. And look, you have to ask yourself, what does this mean? You have to think about that. What does this mean for all of America? So, look, whenever New York legalized uh, gay marriage, Everyone started to understand, all right, this is something that mm-hmm. is major. Because, look, what's the most important city and state in America? What do you say that is? Most important city? Yeah, most important city. If I'm just going off the dome, New York. New York. Yeah. And when New York makes a change, it makes waves. People got to pay attention. And now New York reached a deal with uh, Governor Cuomo, and they're going to now legalize weed when starting when? April 1st. April 1st. And they're not going to, you know, so now they're getting all the taxation and everything ready. I don't know. I don't know what this means to you, but look, Texas is on the horizon next. I think California did medical, but I'm not sure. Is it recreational? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, it's good out there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yes. For for people who are interested in, start planning. When we talk about dispensaries. Start planning, because I, I, I would say this, bro. I, I, me and Mike, we've been talking about this cannabis, legalized cannabis, off and on for the last, we're like, for like months now. Yeah. So for New York to get this done, that means everybody's going to follow suit. And Texas, no, hey, it could be sooner rather than later, bro. It's you time know? for, look, it's time for innovation in this particular space. And these are these times where you have new opportunities, just like when cars were being built, just like when gold and you know, natural uh, renewables will be in source. Like there's when these new things come to horizon, you got to tap in. So prepare yourself, whether it be you having your own cannabis vending machine, whether it be cannabis delivery, whether it be a cannabis restaurant, you know, maybe cannabis meal kits. Yeah. uh, Let me cut you off there. I do have a homeboy that went to high school. He had his own cannabis uh, dispensary. Oh, he does where? Uh, Oklahoma. I believe believe it's in, I want to say it's in Oregon. Okay, I want to say that, but uh, but to your point though, hey man, 
I'm gonna say this though. It's 2020. It's 2021. So that means adapt or get left behind. Yes. Yes. You know, and and now even we were talking about before <clears throat> about this year. Let me just say this for you, you all, that this year is the year of self care. We had a really hard, mm. really rough 2020. Things that were unexpected, new ways of learning, new ways of adapting and living. Um, so this year, you know, really take care of yourself. Even uh, Stephen asked me before, like, okay, how do you balance out your wants and your needs? Mm. Right? Yeah. And the way you look at it is that you have to put in better habits into your life and take away the things that are just easy. And the way to easy kind of make that decision is looking at it and say, like, is this something I can't live without? You know what I mean? Is this something that needs to be in my life? If if so, yes. And you can't really say that about shoes because basically if you need a new pair of shoes, what's wrong with your old ones? Exactly. You know what I mean? And look, I know there's a lot of temptation out there, but this year, take care of yourself. Take care of your mentals. Think about the love. You know what I mean? Take care of your chickens, a.k.a. your money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, take care of people around you. You know, give people grace. You just be patient with people. You know, um... But yeah, so I just want to prepare y'all for all these things that are to come. But even one, um, even bigger, there's a guy named uh, Spencer Raskoff. Y'all probably heard about this guy. He's, you know, um, y'all probably haven't heard about this guy, but he's starting to, to make an impact in real estate. Look, so Spencer Raskoff, first he started Hotwire, Hotwire.com. Y'all knew about yeah, the, you know, the deal site for traveling, right? Hotwire, yeah. Then he sold Hotwire for $700 million, right? Took that bread, and then he started Zillow, which was the billion-dollar brand. You know, if you look into real estate, you know anything about real estate, Zillow's like the main one, right? All right. Oh, for finding homes. But then he stepped down from Zillow August of 2020. Now he's actually going into a new venture called Picasso. And it's crazy because he just started this, Picasso, P-A-C-A-S-S-O, and what it's going to do for people in real estate is like crazy because he's now making a real impact, especially in the real estate world, is that Picasso is basically going to be, an, I guess, a platform for where people could buy their second home. It's not for your primary purchase. It's for your second home. And you're thinking, why would you want a second home? Look, they're saying if you want to like have a lake house or if you want to have a place like in Malibu or like. Um, on the beach or whatever it is, right? Rather than you just saying, man, I can't afford it. I wish I could. I'll wait, right? Mm -hmm. This guy is saying he's going to create a platform where you're going to have the ability to pool your money together and be co-owners of a particular space. It's, it's similar to how you see people do um, like uh, rentals, but in a different way where if I want to, if there's a million dollar home, rather than me dishing out what's required for that million dollar home as an asset, I could split it 10 ways, 100,000 each, right? Mm -hmm. And pay on that particularly. And then we could rent that house out, either out to others or back to ourselves and just enjoy our time at the piece of property that you own. Yeah. Yeah. And um, already, you know, he started this, what, five months ago. Started talks on this. And he just got um, a valuation of a billion dollars for a fresh new company, a valuation of a billion dollars. Dollars. That quick? Quick. Yeah, that's they're saying like it's not even anything yet. You know what I mean? But he's already gotten like a round, a seed round of 75 million. And you know, if you do the math, I'm not gonna do it here, but if you do the math on what they get for 75 million, 
whatever it was what they got was probably such a small percentage that it valued it at one billion dollars. Okay. So okay. that's how he got that, you know? Got it, got it. So be on the lookout for Picasso because this guy, he seems to be an innovator. And, you know, I'm not gonna say that, you know, he's a you know goose laying golden eggs, but you know, he be dropping some nice bombs on people, you know, like Zillow, uh Hotwire, come on now, stop playing. You know, yeah. don't play don't play on that man's name. Spencer yeah, bro, he's up there, man. Raskoff, right? And another note, I think y'all already know. All right. Prince Harry, <laughs> this guy, he he's now just like you and me. He has a job. Wait a minute. Prince Harry has a job? Prince Harry has a job. <laughs> like, so so like what is he, like okay, so like what was he doing before was he delivering all his his family? Yeah, yeah, he he was the you know, what, the Prince of Sussex or whatever, right? Yeah, he was, he was the Duchess. Of, so yeah, yeah. So the Duchess, whatever they call it, was Sussex. But either way, he now got hired to be an exec at BetterUp, and he's going to be the CIO. You know what the CIO is? What is the CIO? The Chief Impact Officer. So he'll be focusing on their brand strategy, right? He'll be focusing on like um, basically like how they do their um, charities mm-hmm. and things like that, right? And he says, you know, Better Up is basically a place that you go for, like, coaches if you need coaches and things that you know to, like, help you in your career, you know? So if you need to, like, do better in your career or if you need to do better as an entrepreneur or if you just need to be a better person in whatever it is that you're working into, Better Up is, like, that platform, you know? It's like kind of like those mental health platforms where you yeah. can, like, yeah. You know, talk to a counselor. Well, this one's more for you could talk to a coach and they can help you get better, which I may need to tap in. But either way, he's now the CIO. He's executive staff. And, you know, I just wonder how how does he know what a job is? You know, I don't know. But uh, what I can say to that is, uh, hey, man, uh, big ups to him for uh, bringing us some uh, extra income. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to be weird because, you know, when he's there and it's like they have to explain to him like, Break it down like yeah. he's like, what's a lunch break? He's like, you know, you, you take a little break for lunch. He's like, I don't know what that is. He's like, oh, okay, well, you gotta clock in. He's like, hold on, why do you clock in and out? It's like that's how you make money. You like you kind of track, you know, how you know it's a job. He's like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't get it. He's like, okay, you clock in in the morning. Okay, is there an actual physical clock or no, no? Like you clock in in the morning, and then you basically talk to your co-workers he's like whoa slow down you gotta take him to me slow because i feel like this is gonna be so new to him because look he's a black sheep yeah so him getting the job and like kind of quitting being like a prince it's different it's different but i mean i hope he makes an impact because um i wonder if you could fire fire him you know what i mean like Gonna fire the prince. I know. I'm saying you know what I mean. Gonna fire the prince. Really? <laughs> like, how he's not doing a good job? Dude? What are you gonna? How are you gonna tell him he's not doing a good job? You know. Put him on a uh, administrative leave. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine if he like filed for unemployment. You know. <laughs> that, like, there's too many things that could end up happening. Boy's getting uh, fifty racks of checks. Like <laughs> I can see him getting the stimulus check. I, like, there's too many things that could happen with him. Get that uh, that PP loan, bro. Yeah, the PPP. Yeah, for real. Yeah. But you know, and since you're talking about like loans and all that, you know, there's another. There's more news on the horizon about, um, uh, what is it? Um, Robinhood. Mm-hmm. The IPOs, right? Yeah, okay. they actually just started for a private IPO, 
And if you don't know what IPO is, initial public offering, that means they're ready to go on the stock market. But what they did is a little different. Is that they did what they call a private IPO, where they want to keep everything secret until 15 days before the IPO. So really what they want to do is they want to hide their financials. They don't want people knowing their financials yet. So it might mean that they want to hold it off as long as possible, meaning their, their financials might not be as strong as people may think it is. You know, like there might be a lot of issues there. So that's why they want to keep it private. But um, look out for that because um, because they file for that, you know, private um, IPO. That means that probably in the next three months, you're going to see an IPO coming from Robinhood, which is going to be big. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. Um, yeah, I think, I think like I said, you know, the past year, everybody's, everybody's been in the crypto and the stock market. So for, you know, for this information to come out, it makes people uh, more prepared in what they got to do, the steps to take, you know, to, um, you know, to not have these hiccups yeah. in the future. So. so, yeah, so if you're looking into, like, stock opportunities, Look out for that. You know, I'm going to give you another stock opportunity that's coming. Um, there's a company called uh, Too Simple. Dumb name. Uh, T-U Simple. And basically, it's a self-driving um, truck, commercial trucks. And they're being actually, um, their investors are people like Goodyear, Goodyear Tires, yeah. uh, Volkswagen, right? Um, there's no one called like Navistar. You mm-hmm. know, like he has, they have a couple of investors and about to, you know, they're about to be on the stock market. But self-driving vehicles is starting to become, obviously, the next wave. Just like you talking about, we talk about cannabis. This is going to be the next wave too. You know, I don't know how that's going to go for because even you know Tesla. You're talking about the whole self, you know, driving taxis where you could buy a Tesla, and then while you're in the house sleeping, you could, you know, enact a button, and then your Tesla will go out and pick up people while you sleep. That's cool. Like a taxi. Yeah, robo taxi. Yeah, like an Uber. So that's what all, yeah, that's what Tesla's doing. Yeah, so that's what, so every person who buys a Tesla, people are even buying multiple Tesla because they want to put their Tesla on the market to go out and make money, right? Mm -hmm. But see, Tesla has to think through the little kinks, right? Like if you put your car out there, can you imagine when your car comes back, how, what it's going to smell like? You know, what it's going to look like? You know what I mean? Like how are you going to get, that vehicle cleaned and maintained between every drive to make sure that the owner is happy with their car. So I'm pretty sure when they do it, they're going to have a body cam in there. Like a, like a well, they'll, they'll have a body cam more likely, but the, on top of that, they're going to have to have some type of cleaning service to clean their vehicle and take care of things to make sure that everything's all maintained between these drives. They have to think about stuff yeah, like that. You have to be very detailed about it. Too. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey. Yes, sir. Yeah. So look out for the future opportunities that are coming. And look, even bigger, Tesla is taking Bitcoin. Like, you know that Tesla purchased Bitcoin for like $1.5 billion of Bitcoin. And then it made the Bitcoin surge up to like $61,000 per Bitcoin. And then now, but now it's at 56000 So, you know, it fluctuates. But basically... You know, um, Tesla going to be taking Bitcoin. <clears throat> and what you need to look out for in the next coming months is that people said that, well, not people. It's just that what's being rumored is that Bitcoin is going to be like a, a new currency that other places, now that PayPal's doing it, you're going to see Tesla doing it. You're going to see Microsoft. You're going to see I- Apple. You can start seeing all these companies. Next, you know, everyone's going to be taking Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. 
And then now when you have that currency, whether you have a piece of it or the whole part of it, it's going to be an additional way for you to purchase things. And now there'll be, you'll have a little bit more freedom, but who knows how that's going to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's basically what is going down right now on these streets, but you got to stay safe. Cause look, shooters are out there. Yeah. I think you already look, I feel some type of way about that shooting that killed 10 people, including the officer at a grocery store in Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. So basically he just walked in the store and be like, fuck you, I'm going to shoot these people. Yeah. He, he walked in with boxers. And then when he was being arrested and walked out, when it got him, he had like blood all down his right leg, like on his right side. And you know, um, you know, they obviously um, they got him very peacefully. And look, it makes you wonder, you know, because we we're talking earlier about when it comes to race in this country. Right. All right. On any type of platform, whether it be a Hispanic platform, a black platform, Chinese platform, white platform. You know, they if there's a lot of bad news that's coming from their people who, you know, look like them and relate to them. They're, they're, they're more likely not going to want to share too much news that's going to make people that look like yourself look bad. So you see it like on Ball Alert, right? Mm-hmm. If, they're, if Ball Alert or Shade Room or World Star Hip Hop was just reporting all this crime that's happening out of the black community, then people be like, hey, chill. Like, put some good news. Put some good stuff we'll be doing, right? Mm-hmm. So then you look at the majority of people who are the ownership over all these like news media and all that, right? White people. And they look at the same way, like, uh, I'm not going to just keep putting news out there. It's going to make my people, people who look like me, people I relate to. And this might be unconsciously, you know, and they, they want to put that type of news out. So they do things like where they said with the other shooter, the one from um, last week the, uh, in Atlanta. Yeah. When we shot the, the massage parlors, they said he was having a bad day, that he had a bad day. But see, oh, so so you saying if I had a bad day, I'm just gonna walk into a bar and just you know, yeah, and just air it out. Yeah, and but it's crazy because you could say he had a bad day, but you can't say George Floyd had a bad day. You can't say yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he, yeah, he, he, they would be like he's very belligerent. Yeah, he's violent or he's this. Why can't? Why is it that we could say one person could have a bad day, but all people who commit bad crimes and do things, why can't they? Why can't you say? They have been a bad day, but there's always particularly unconscious racism. Yeah, man. Well, yeah when people were saying, shit, "Yeah, like he, you know, he's having a bad day. He was having a bad day. That's what you call a bad day. That's not a bad day. You know what I mean? Like that's that to me is a murderer. You know what I mean? And if you don't label it as such, then people think that it's not as bad and there's bias in the news. And there is, you know. And the fact that the guy in Boulder, Colorado, walked in, you know, bunkered himself in this um. Uh, grocery store started shooting, going crazy. Yeah. Man, and it's weird because we're starting to open back up, and it's like it's like certain people couldn't wait. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it took a a global pandemic to keep people in house from shooting from shooting public uh, buildings and, and people. Like, what's going on here, bro? Isn't that crazy? Like, you have. You have all that happening where we have the global pandemic, people locked down. You don't hear of any type of shootings, no mass shooting. Then people starting to go back to normal, and they're like, "Ooh, okay, finally, finally, I could, I could push my manifesto, whatever it is, and just yeah. go in there and start shooting." You know, it's just a look. Every person 
is susceptible to doing bad things. So there, there, there needs not be a opportunity where we make one seem like it's worse than the other because we all have equal opportunity in that sense. So it's just there's a lot of hypocritical stuff going on right now. I just want people to stay safe. And when I heard about it, about the whole Boulder, Colorado thing, I was in Tum Thumb. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling them, I was like, hey, y'all need to say, I was, they asked me when I walked into, uh, when I was gonna about to pay, and they're like, how are you doing today? I was like, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I was like, actually, I'm doing okay. And it's like, oh, why'd you change it up? And I was like, because I just heard about this shooting that just happened at the grocery store. And, you know, now that y'all are here, I just want y'all to be safe. And they're like, what? Oh, my God. And I'm showing them. They're like, oh, my Lord. Oh, man. Yes, that person better go to jail. That person better die in hell doing all this kind of stuff. And I was like, wow, it's just like crazy. That's why I say people look on the horizon. But there's also one last thing I want to share because uh, I want people to know that the most important thing you could do, whether for yourself and whether for your company or whatever, is change, right? Because mm-hmm. that's where growth is. But then when you say positive change, what do you call that? Positive change and growth is what you call innovation. You have to innovate, even for yourself, even what you do at home, where you innovate and do different things and how you're reading and be more creative because you have to be creative in those spaces. Right. So, you know, um, <laughs> this is this is not huge news, but one of the Dallas native companies, 7-Eleven, is starting to get innovative. They're starting to look at how McDonald's did things and they're saying we could do better. They're now doing a drive through taco spot. Where you could order Slurpees through a drive-thru. Ultra convenience. And they're trying these places out in different places in Dallas, different places in Texas. So what I encourage you is that no matter how old you are as a company or how old you are as a person, you can always innovate and try new things. Cool. Anything else you want to share with the people, my guy? Yes, I do. Um, IRS, uh, taxes. So um, you know, for people that haven't done their taxes yet, or you know, you know, shit. No, 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 we all know shit happens. Uh, they, I think they extended the deadline to uh, May seventeenth. It was supposed to be original for April fifteenth, but they extended to uh, May seventeenth. Uh, also, for the people that have businesses in Texas that were affected by the snowstorm, they also extended um, IRS uh, tax, uh, federal tax filing to June fifteenth, I believe, June fifteenth. So yeah, I just want to you know put that out there. If people have to file taxes or for themselves or for the businesses to get that out there. So yeah, man, that's fire. That's fire. fire. Yeah, man. Okay, that's that's some great news right there. Look, even worse news. The IRS said, look, we're not gonna pay people monthly anymore. You know, like people were trying to say, all right, if we could pay people fourteen hundred dollars, we should have a monthly income that you give to the lower income people, right? Let's not get a hold of ourselves. <laughs> think about it. Here, here's the thing, though. Yeah. So. It's, no, we're getting to the point where we're slowly getting back to normalcy, right? So, let's just say the Congress comes back and tries to be like, "Hey, we're gonna give you another stimulus." What's it takes about four about four months? Mm-hmm. So, let's say if, if they want to do it today, by the time by the time you, you know, what I'm saying you get that stimmy that stimmy check, that's it's gonna be the end of the summer, going into the going into fall, and they're probably gonna really be like, "Wait a minute, the pandemic is slowly." You know, we're so, mm-hmm. we, so I don't so we don't really need to give you any more money no more. So yeah. people gotta you know tamper the the expectations of thinking they're gonna get get another stimmy. Which I did say on Twitter that I wouldn't be surprised if if it, if it got uh, if Biden gives out another sti- um another stimmy stone. 
but uh, you know, you have to you have you have to know like these these things like these bills take time to process. So don't put your all your eggs in one basket. So just temper your effort. Just like I said, just temper your your expectations on that, and just hey, just be blessed. Be blessed with what you have right now. You I know? feel that. So, I feel that. Yeah. Like look, a lot of information on this one. And I want you all to tap in. Do better. Be better. And we'll see you all next time. And you already know. The next portion is the juicy conversation with me and my wife. I always call it me, myself, and Bly. I love the conversations every single time. Let's get some good chemistry. Let's get some good energy going. We're going to holler at y'all boys later. Boys and girls especially. It's C-U-P. Peace. Hey, hey, hey. What's going down? Hey, what's going down? Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You didn't like that note? What's going on? You know that meme where they're like, that guy's ripping off his headphones like, oh, you know, in the, in the airplane? Yeah. You know you liked it, though. It was cool. What's going on? I see you, Beyonce. Okay. Well, you know Queen B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't call me Queen B for nothing. I haven't asked you this in a while. How are you doing? <laughs> you only ask me this once a week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. I, um, I was off today from work. After having it, uh, an extremely long day yesterday at work, um, I did like absolutely nothing today. And it felt mm. great. And I ate a cheeseburger mm. and some sweet potato fries and a sweet tea. Man, shout out to, um, <laughs> shout out to Burger Street. For real. Burger Street killed it today. I know. And I was feeling a little, you know, I was feeling a little, a little dangerous, a little feisty. I said, you know what? Go ahead and throw some jalapenos on there. And you add jalapenos. I know. That's not like me. I know. I was, yeah, I was, what's going I was on? I'm myself today. <laughs> yeah, what's going down? I said, I'm treating myself. I'm treating myself. Why'd you do that? Well, you know, yesterday was just a horrible day. I don't know. I just wanted, because you gave, you told me what your order was. So I said, okay, go ahead. And I ordered that. And something about adding jalapeno, uh, 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 jalapenos. I always say that word wrong. But something about adding that to your burger sounded delicious. So I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. I'm You're the one even who suggested it. You're like, you want jalapenos? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Well, I kind of know your orders. Every time we go somewhere, I kind of know what you're already going to order. So, but yeah, I was trying, you know, trying something a little different. I like when my burgers are like um, saucy. I like my burgers and sandwiches very, very saucy. You do. You like a lot of ketchup and mustard and mayo. You even add extra when you get home. Yeah, because um, they don't ever put enough. Yeah, I put everything. Yeah, yeah, you do. You be having it all dripping and stuff. I'm like, Mm-mm. I remember you said when we were younger, we used to go get Whoppers. Mm-hmm. And I used to say um, <laughs> everything on it. Yeah. Like everything. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you want? Yeah. Onions, pickles, this, that. But sometimes I don't really want cheese. Yeah. See, I love the cheese. That's my favorite part. I'd be like, can I get a double slice of cheese, please? You know, I get out of here. Yeah, you know, you know I love cheese. I know, but you asked for a double slice of cheese. Yes. Yes. Love it. I used to love the double quarter pounder from McDonald's. My brother and a double that. cheeseburger. Yes. Cause of that extra slice of cheese. Yes. See, that's where we're different because <laughs> I get the McDouble. Yeah, and I get the uh, double, the double cheeseburger. cheeseburger. What's the difference? McDouble has two, two meats, meats, one cheese. Double cheeseburger got that double cheese, mm-hmm. one meat. See, that's all I need. That's no, what I'm double cheese. Yeah, it's just one cheese, right? I mean, one meat with two. No, cheeses? no, two, two, uh, two um, meats with two, two meats, two cheese. Oh, maybe I don't know, but as long as they got the extra cheese on it, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I like I like that. I like that too. And then I had to ask the <laughs> other day um, for a Big Mac. Add extra Big Mac sauce. Ew. Yeah, my mom was. Oh, you got a, you actually ordered a Big Mac? 
I didn't. My oh, mom okay. was going. My mom was going to McDonald's to get um, the boys Happy Meals, and oh, then she okay. was like, "Do you want something?" I was like, "Number one, <laughs> add extra." Yeah, I said, "Add extra Big Mac sauce." And she's like, "Okay, what else?" I said, "Large fry." Oh my god. So, oh, okay, I said, "And um, not bar- and in a barbecue sauce." Oh my god, what you got to drink? Uh, sweet tea. What? Okay, so when y'all went to McDonald's, what did y'all get me? I don't think that yeah, even happened. I don't think y'all got me anything either. But, but, you know, but you're not at home. <laughs> I know, I know. But I wish I was at home so I can eat the stuff that you guys eat when I'm not here. Yeah, you're like, hey, get me this. And it's cold. And you're like, I don't eat it. You throw it away. Or that you put is it in the fridge. not true. I warm it up except French fries. I don't warm up French fries. I mean, unless it's like Chick-fil-A fries. I feel like their fries is the only fries you can eat kind of cold. Or you can reheat it and it's okay. McDonald's fries, nope. Burger King fries, nope. Or you could do um, rallies, but you guys call it checkers. Yeah. But we don't have that here in, in mm-hmm. Dallas. Not that I know of, but you can warm those up too. Yeah, you need those like, uh, you know, one of those Cajun type fries. Mm, yeah. With the seasonings on not it. Not Popeye's though. No, Popeye's. Yeah, Popeye's have the I know, they have the Cajun fries, fries but you're saying you could reheat those. You can't reheat those. I can. Good. I would eat them. Yeah, definitely. Oh, you can put them in the microwave. I mean, the, the oven. I like the, I like the, I think it's the rallies ones where it's almost like, um, it's like chicken battered almost. Yeah. That's kind of mm. like Popeye's. It's very similar, but yeah, they have the, the, the seasoning on it. That's what I yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's what I like. So yeah, I treated myself today. What was, um, do you want to talk about your day yesterday? Ooh, y'all. Mm-mm. Mm, mm, mm. Yesterday was rough. We started off with a team of, uh, let's see, six people and then, uh, one person called in, not feeling well, and then two people ended up leaving early because they weren't feeling well. So it was down to three people, two sales associates and a manager. So it was extremely busy, which is a typical Monday for us. We're always busy. And, um, yeah, it just it didn't go well. It, it didn't go well. And, um, yeah, I had to get some some people involved. I mean, I don't want to go into detail. Oh, you don't? No, I don't want to go into detail because I feel like they might listen. Because I know some of my coworkers do listen to the podcast, and they haven't. I haven't really talked to them about what happened. But something happened yesterday where I felt like um, someone wasn't being honest and fair. They were not being fair, and um, me being the person that I am, confronted that person, and they basically just kind of like lied to my face. And I didn't take that very, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't take like that very way, well. This is, like, way too general. They're over here like, so what general. is going on? I don't want to go into specifics, no, no. I, even you know, when you, but. Even when I said, oh, you want to talk about it? He's like, oh, look, look, look. I'm thinking, yeah. you're about to give details? I mean, I can go into details, but I don't know. No, I don't, think, I, I don't think so. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to go into details. Maybe maybe next week. Yeah, I, I feel like you can go into details after um, your situation is re- resolved. Yes, I agree. So, just listen next week. I'm going to have a juicy story to tell y'all. But yeah, something did go down yesterday and it was just very, you know, unfair and I, I didn't appreciate it at all. So, um, yeah, I took matters in my own hands and, you know, went to the upper room. That's the only way. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way. So that's why today I was just like, I deserve to like not do anything and, you know, mommy guilt started to kick in like towards the end of the night because I really didn't do anything. I had so much planned. And the only thing I did was like I went and got a facial and then um, I did like laundry. So that's one thing. But all the other stuff, I was like, I'm not doing nothing. I literally laid around and did pretty much nothing the entire day. And I don't feel guilty about it. That's what you call an off day. Yeah, it was really an off day. Like it's funny because when, once I left my facial, 
I'm driving and I'm like on my way home and I'm like, oh, let me stop to the store real quick. So I turn and then, and then I'm like, no, you don't need nothing. Then I made another U-turn just to come back home. I was like, just go home. You don't need to buy anything. Just go home. So, yeah. Oh, that's good. I know. I came straight home. Looking out for yourself. Well, you know, I try. Yeah. So um, would you call this day an A plus for you? Yeah, it was an A plus day. It really was. The only thing... <laughs> I tried to take a nap today because after I ate all that food, I was like so tired. I was like, you know, I'm gonna go t- lay down and take a nap. But I'm very, I'm, 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 a, you know, a light sleeper. I hear everything, so it's like when the door opens or if the doorbell rings or my phone rings or vibrates. It's like every little thing kept waking me up. The moments that I felt like I was going into a deep sleep, something woke me up. So I spent like an hour in the bed, just kind of like tossing and turning, and I had to get up eventually. So. <laughs> Didn't really take my nap, but you know, you were so sweet enough to say, you know, go ahead, go lay down again. So once I got the boys, got them home, got them fed, you were like, go lay down, go take a nap. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go do that. So I got to rest a little bit more, so it's all good. I took the boys a bath, so she didn't did. throw that in there. But I, I knew she did. She did that strategically. No, I did not. Know? Yeah, you. T- I said you took care of the boys. He gave them a bath, which I greatly appreciate. So you didn't want them to know um, how far I go. The whatever he gave them a bath. <laughs> What's wrong Which, with that? Why are you no, saying it like that's nothing? I mean that it is it's something. You definitely took one thing off of my hand, so I appreciate you. You're being very specific. You what took, do you mean? You took one thing off my hand. Well, you took something off of my hands because usually I'm the one that gives them baths. So mm-hmm. you took that off of my hands. So yeah, I appreciate you for that. I'm not being like I'm not taking that away from you. I'm just saying you helped me out. I know. Yes. I don't. I don't need credit. Oh, okay. No, nah, I'm just making sure the listeners know I don't need credit. This oh, is, okay. You sure? This is this is all out of just the love of my heart. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, because we split it 50-50 in this house. <laughs> <laughs> That's think, a joke. I'm about to say, I don't think anybody, any relationship splits it 50-50. I'm sure the woman does most of the work. Yeah, but you know, it always kind of boils down to like, y'all have more of the responsibility because y'all bear most of... um. Uh, the opportunity even like we can't have children so yeah. y'all kind of own the children a little bit more this is true this is true you know we we gotta we have our responsibilities a little bit more like we have to make sure the kids are fed you know make sure that they do their homework and they're bathed and all that good stuff where you know i feel like the dads y'all more like the fun parent i feel like y'all do the fun stuff or y'all discipline the child it's it's not like all the everyday Things, but I feel like you do a lot of the everyday things that a, a mother does because you know I work late. So when I come home, you know you already have the boys fed and homework's already done. All I have to do is like give them a bath and get them ready for bed. So that is fifty fifty. So yeah, we pretty much do it fifty fifty. And you're about to uh, work even later oh now. Oh my god, yeah. I think we're about to go back to like normal hours where it's like ten to nine, and then on Sundays twelve to six, which is. I am not looking forward to it at all because one mall, which is like 10 minutes away from us, they already changed their hours back to normal before COVID. And I have a feeling we're going to do the exact same thing. So I am not looking forward to it at all. At all. (laughs) At all. Because I like my schedule now. Like Mm -hmm. we open at, um, we open at 11, we close at seven, which is perfect. Cause you know, I get to get up and we, you know, work out have breakfast and I, then I can go to work and then still be home where the boys are up and I can help them with their homework or, you know, whatever I want to do with them and with you. And it's not like super late where I'm just like, I'm tired. I just want to take a shower, go to bed. And then the next day I'm like getting ready for work, you know? Yeah. So I got used to this schedule of 11 to seven. 
I really, really like it. But now I think that it's going to go back to like from 10 to 9. And that I just, ugh, I yeah, hate looking it. forward to. Yeah, because even though we close at 9, it doesn't mean we get to go home at 9. You know, we close at 9. Which means it takes us about 30 to 45 minutes to shut the store down. And then it takes me like 15, 20 minutes to get home. So I'm walking through the door at like 10 o'clock at night every night, you know. So I just, I don't like that part of my job. You know, um, that sucks too. Yeah, big time. But it's something to get used to, I guess. Oh, yeah, you, I guess we get used to it all over again. Yeah, think about it. You got, you got to have a break for almost a year mm-hmm. from what you've been going through. Since you've been there. So yeah, exactly. Now you just kind of go back to normal. Yeah, but I hate it. Especially now that the boys are older, you know, because before it was like, Mama, I don't want you to go to work, you know, all this and that. Now that they're older and I get to come home and they're already knocked out sleep, I already know they're going to bring it to my attention. Like, oh, Mama, I didn't see you yesterday. Where were you? You know? Yeah. So it's it just sucks. Yeah. But we'll work through it. Yeah, of course. Of course. You, okay, look, I know you're seeing... Well, I'll show it to you. What's that? What's happening with um, your guy. My guy. Derek Jackson. First of all, that is not my guy. (laughs) I didn't even know who he was or who he is. I had no clue. I didn't know he was that big. When you were telling me about him, I was like, I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. Or seen him or anything like that. So to hear what he's going through is kind of, you know, it sucks for him, but. I still don't even know who this person is. Yeah, I guess the bigger thing is that he's being ultra hypocritical mm-hmm. because he's had a four year affair on his wife mm-hmm. while also criticizing others who were stepping out on their significant other and things like that. So he was having an affair while he was married. They weren't separated. No, yeah, they were married. Oh, wow. I don't know the actual details like, yeah. like that, but, you know, uh, like actually, I don't care anything about this gentleman. <laughs> you and, and me both. <laughs> so everyone was talking about it, but it brought up like, uh, interesting topics that we even talked about for a yes. while, mm-hmm. which was, I think one of the actual topics that people were talking about is they said that one woman isn't enough to satisfy a high value man. Yeah. When I heard that, I just was like, I flipped out. I think you and I were like going back and forth talking for like a good, like two hours about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, it's crazy. Cause on, you know, you were, you had the clubhouse on a speaker and we were just like listening to it. And I just couldn't believe the things that men were saying, black men were saying about, uh, just marriage and affairs and it being okay. And women should just accept it and just like, turn a blind eye to it and just be like, no, well, you know, just don't embarrass me, but you can go ahead and, and cheat. I don't want you to cheat, but I know that's what you do. So just go ahead and do it. I don't know. It's just like men were just making excuses for it and pretty much just like blaming women and saying like, you guys live in this false reality or this false world that, you know, men should just be faithful. And I'm like, I thought that's what it's supposed to be. Right. When you get married, I would think that you are supposed to be faithful. I would hope so. Yeah, well, here's the issue. This is how, because you could you could listen to and hear both sides, mm-hmm. but you know how one is more on the wrong side because this is what it is. Men feel mm-hmm. that due to our nature, yeah, in constant search for like reproduction, mm-hmm. that should warrant the ability to just sleep with anything, mm-hmm. anytime, without any type of consequence, right? Mm-hmm. But then, if you really boil it down, is that whether you're a man or or, an, or a woman, mm-hmm. no one wants to get cheated on. No, heck no. Because Period. at the end of the day, when a woman gets cheated on, she'll take you back. She'll forgive you. She'll just say, don't do it again. 
But if a man gets cheated on, oh lord. But it's, okay, okay, but they're different. They are different. You're right. But at the end of the day, no one wants to get cheated on. But from the conversations that I was hearing on Clubhouse, it was as if women should expect to be cheated on. Like, that's just what it is. It, relationships just come with that. But see, you know? it's hard. The hard part is that you just listen to talk. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Because the majority of those people aren't in relationships. True. 100% true. And if they were in a relationship, they aren't healthy relationships. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Most, so if not... All of the people speaking mm -hmm. were single and in search. Yes. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. and or heavily divorced or whatever it might have been. Right. And they're giving their opinion and say, women, y'all need to just, just live with it and understand. Yeah, exactly. And shut your mouth. Right. When I heard that, <laughs> I was getting upset. I was like, see, I can't deal with this clubhouse stuff. This stuff be making me upset. Yeah. You know, when I heard it, I was just like, are you really telling women that they should just shut up, be quiet and let their man just go out and cheat? I'm like. What world do y'all live yeah, in? Yeah, because I was like, I'll give an example about na human nature. Like, it's like saying to a grocery store, because people steal candy bars, <laughs> you should just let them and take right. the security, you know, security cameras down, take the security away because you know people going to steal. So why would you stop people if you know they're going to steal? You know they're going to steal. Why stop them? Just live with it and understand people going to steal. Yeah. You know, it's like. What kind of, who would run a business like that? Nobody. Yeah. What's the point of having, like you said, security cameras and security guards? Like nobody wants nothing to be stolen from them. Just like <laughs> nobody wants to be cheated on, you know? And for a man to be like, oh, well, just expect it because that's just what's going to happen. Okay, sir, how would you feel if your wife stepped out on you? Would mm -hmm. you appreciate that? Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, it may be in some guys, you know, nature to step out on their wives. But women have sometimes can have that same tendency, too. And a lot of women who do step out on their husbands is because of retaliation. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, well, he cheated on me. Well, I'm going to go out and cheat on him, you know. And nobody wants to get cheated on, obviously. So it's just like, how about we just not do that? How about we just treat each other how we would want to be treated? Easier said than done. I know it is. <laughs> but look, but look, look, and, I, and they also conflate something. Mm -hmm. You know, they feel okay. First, I have to just state this: that a high value man has nothing to do with income. Yeah, people are conflating that a high value man is a person who makes a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But a, he could be, you know, dog shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, he could be terrible, mm -hmm. and you could consider that person high value. No. Mm -hmm. High value is when you use the actual word of values. And by right. values, you're talking about values, morals, mm -hmm. right? Like, what do you value? What do you focus on? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And a man who has high values understands the importance of certain things and does not risk it. Now, you see this with people who have high values in jobs. Mm -hmm. They're a loyal worker. Right. And when they had the opportunity to finagle, steal, mm -hmm. cheat, right? Mm -hmm. They chose not to. Right. Because they value the job more than others. Exactly. And yet others are saying, bro, it's so easy. They, you'll never get caught. Right? <laughs> right. But when someone truly values a job and appreciates the job, mm -hmm. they go out of the way not to cheat the business right. because it's going to hurt you exactly. as well. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's about values. Right. And, and look, I get it. People make mistakes. We talked about this before. Nobody is perfect. Man or woman, people make mistakes. But when you speak as if that's just what men do and women should just shut up and just expect it, I'm just, just like, are y'all crazy? 
Like, are y'all really having a, a clubhouse room full of, I don't know, hundreds of people and y'all just telling these women that that's just what it is, you know? It just was so crazy to me. So, yeah, if you're going to start a family, if you're going to marry a person, like, what morals do you have? What values do you have? Do you really value that relationship and that family that you just built with this person? Because if you don't, then why did you even start the relationship in the first place? Why did you marry that person in the first place if you're just going to go out and just do what you want to do? You could have did that without marrying me. I think I think it's the whole, you want your cake and eat it too. That's exactly what it is. You know? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And then <clears throat> people living a life, uh, you've seen it, where people are working one job mm-hmm. and working their side hustle on the job. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then when their boss or something like that says, hey, you know, you shouldn't be doing that or whatever. They get upset at them. Yeah, exactly. That's me. <laughs> yeah. They're like, can you get off your phone? I'm like, I'm trying to text a customer. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> My customer, yeah. not the store's customer. And there's and when that comes into certain, you know, plays in a relationship, it causes issues, right? The person comes in and says, hey, what you doing? Yeah, exactly. You're not focused. He's no, like, you're not. You didn't come here for that. You don't get paid for that. They're right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of principles that you could look into this whole thing. Because I get it, 100%. Like, men wake up in the morning and choose violence. You know what I mean? Like, do you think a man wants to wake up in the morning and be a savage? No, I don't. But the crazy part is, but you know what's so important? I think conversations are very important before y'all tie that knot. Because if you go into it thinking, oh, this man is not going to cheat on me, or this woman is not going to cheat on me, but that person has the expectation of, you know, I'm going to step out and he just going to have to live with it or she just going to have to live with it. It's like, no, we got to have that conversation before we even get married because how do you view relationships? How do you view marriage and family? And, you know, just the the vow that you take, how important is that to you? Because I, I need to know what I'm about to get locked down to for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? So it's so important to communicate. And I know women, we get excited. Oh, my God, we just got proposed to. And you got your ring and all that good stuff. But it's like, how well do you really know your partner? You know, it might be all fluff and beautiful in the beginning of the relationship. But then once y'all lock it down, it's like all that stuff go away. You know, it's so few good guys mm-hmm. out there that women are willing to risk it all to even get with someone else's yeah, of course. good guy. Yeah, of course. And that's another thing, too. Um, you know, I was telling you that from growing up, I always watched on TV, movies, TV shows, all that good stuff. Whenever a man cheats, the wife blames the other woman, Mm -hmm. you know? And not only does she blame the other woman for breaking up their family, the wife fights to keep the family together. And I've always been the opposite as far as like my way of thinking. I've always been like, if a man cheats on me, he made the mistake. Why shouldn't he be fighting to keep the family together? Why is it always the other way around? I'm like, women, we just always take so much and we just try to do so much. But it's like, at the end of the day, we didn't make the mistake. Like, let the man fight and put the family back together. And there are relationships where you see, I know you mentioned some celebrities that cheated, you know, and and came out and said, you know, they went above and beyond for their wives to try to like make up for it. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, do stuff like that. But I always hear the woman Blaming the other woman for breaking up her happy home and then saying, I'm going to fight to keep my family together because I invested so much time in this man. It's like, 
Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he wants to be fought for. You know what I mean? He, he's not fighting for his family because he's stepping out. You know, and I get it. Temptation is there, and you don't think when it happens. Like I said, mistakes happen, but when the mistake keeps happening, it's like, how many times are you going to disrespect the love of your life? Is that, is that person really the love of your life? Because you wouldn't hurt that person. You know, at least that's what I think. You yeah. wouldn't purposely hurt that person. Also, in Bly, how women. Uh, have the ability to multitask where men don't. Yes, true. But <laughs> men have the ability to comp uh, compartmentalize mm -hmm. and women do not. <laughs> and that's the difference. When a man, he could have super trash day, terrible day, mm -hmm. come home, have the greatest time of his life. Mm, I don't know about that, but okay. And then a woman, she has a bad day, she's coming home with a bad day. That's true. That's 100% true. Yeah. And I'm yelling at you and the kids. I'm like, y'all yeah. all get out of my face. <laughs> you, still, you still got it on you. You still feel the whole day on you. Yeah, because like, I got ah. a bent. Even when I came home last night, I'm just like going in. And you were like, breathe. You was like, Bly, through the nose, you know, out the mouth. Like, you was like, breathe. And I, because I was just so fired up. And it's true. Yeah, when a woman does have a bad day at work, she brings it home with her. Yeah. You know, so that's true. So, man, just walk home like, ooh, I'm going there for home. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Just lay on the sofa in your boxes, eating your little sandwich. You just all good. Yeah, it, but see, you know, it does. All this makes you wonder about, you know, like it's such a complicated dynamic between men and women. It's true. You know, it's not simple. It's not as easy as this and that. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times where you're gonna find the success, from my personal experience, is in balance. Yeah. You know, like you know, you don't know exactly what's the best methods as far as conducting a relationship. Right. But you do know that you're going to have to be balanced. Yeah, that's The whole true. equally yo, yin yang type mm -hmm. thing. If you're out of balance, um, there, will, there will be a correction. You have to be right. ready for those corrections, mm -hmm. you know. And um, that's a hard problem. I do wonder, you know, because the Derek Jackson guy, he's a relationship guru. Mm -hmm. So he goes out there and he tells women. It's funny. Someone put uh, Derek Jackson is warning women. Of himself. This is true. Of this who is so he is. True. But I mean, just think about it. If a man is over here, like telling women secrets or cheat codes or whatever about men, women will be attracted to him. So I could see women just throwing themselves at him. I mean, did he even say he was married? Did women, even, did people even know? Yeah, he well, was he, yeah, he kept all that hidden. See, that's, but so here, he but, did it on purpose. But here's the even bigger part. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Men knew his magic trick. Well, of course. Yeah, y'all know each other. Yeah, and I told you that, you know, some people like like getting tricked. Like yeah. some people, like, you know, when I do, when you do magic, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then you're like, what? Oh, my God, how'd you do that? And if you were to expose that trick, yeah, they'd be like, what? Why'd you ruin the trick for me? Like right, some people right. like being tricked. And they got this guy who's doing all this trickery to, uh, mm -hmm. to women. They're like, oh, my God. This what he's saying right here is facts, and many live by this. And da da da. It's like, and then men are like, he's the same. I know, right? He's the same. He's he's, he's no just different. like me. <laughs> <laughs> we all savages. Yeah, so. and you know, so he's just going along with his magic. But you know, um, I wish him the best because yeah, he, he you know that's his career. I don't know if that's what he does mm -hmm. predominantly, but yeah, he could apologize for it, and he could try to like you know. Make it right, but how do you, you know what I mean? Like, if your life, if your career is based off of having integrity, mm -hmm. and then you do something that lacks integrity, right? 
your reputation is messed up. But see, that's the thing. Like, did you not think that through? You know what I mean? If you're married and you're over here telling women, beware of this type of guy when you are that guy and you're out there being that guy. Did you not think that these women that you're just having these little random one night stands or whatever? Did you not think that they would speak up? I mean, I'm sure you I'm not sure if you're like paying them off, but how long is that going to last? Like somebody going to say something. Maybe he was um, maybe he was bullied. In a way, like, you know, I told you, like, some women, it's like, bully me with your looks, yeah. right? Like, they bu- like they look a certain way mm-hmm. that, like, in a way that gets that man's attention. Mm-hmm. And they use that as some type of, like, siren call yeah. that a man can't, like, you know, he's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But for four years, he was seduced. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long time. That's what I'm saying, like, yes. Maybe he's a victim. No, he's not a victim. People make mistakes, but a four-year mistake... Four years, like, sir, at this point, you you just got to go ahead and just be on your own. That's a long time to be making the same mistake. He could have said, this is what he could have did. He could have came out and said, you know what? I'm sorry. This is <laughs> this how, this how, this how I want y'all to know. Look, y'all, I'm kind of embarrassed to even say this because y'all not going to believe me. But I'm, I'm a sex say, addict. No, no, no. What? He'd be like, all right, I was actually going out there and actually doing intel and figuring out what men actually do to see if it worked. And this whole four year situation isn't actually me going out and cheating. It's actually me doing intel to help other women. No, I know it sounds crazy. Yeah, it does. And you would get called out on it. Like bull crap. Just go ahead and admit that you cheated on your wife for four years. And they'll be be like, hold on, hold on. So you, you think that we're going to believe that you did intel. I know it sounds dumb. It is dumb. But I was, I'm that dedicated to my yeah, career. Right, please. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> then nobody would fall for that. Nobody. I think people would. No, people would be like, so. you know what? He, he might be telling the truth. That's no, what he would say. There's no way. So you're out here sleeping with women for like an experiment? Yeah, like you're trying to figure out, okay, let's see if this works. Let's see why men cheat. Let's see why men do this, why men step out. And what better way to figure that out? Unless I see for myself. Yeah, you can do all that, but then stop when it's about to get sexual. You know what I mean? Like, go all the way and then be like, er, you know, cut it off mm-hmm. right when it's about to get sexual. I think that's when it's okay to stop it. But when you go all the way, it's like, sir, come on so you, so, you, so you think it's okay for a man to do intel? No. Oh, okay. No, indeed. I think that's just all cuckoo. Yeah, you know, they used to do that in the past with um, when people wrote books. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is before they're actually like rules and stuff like that. Yeah. They, one guy did this huge investigation. He wanted to see what would happen with like gay gay people. Mm-hmm. So he actually went and he was a police officer. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I told you about this. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And he would go in to like uh, those uh, bus stops and rest stops. Mm-hmm. And he would like get oral sex from like the men in the in the um, in the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Then he'll go to the airport and, you know, do the whole tap into someone else's stall. Yeah. Understand that. And then he will follow those men home, figure out that they're married. And then he'll, he will, um, in essence, um, blackmail the husband. Wow. And say, okay, now that we understand that I saw you and I was with you or I I was there when this happened, you're going to have to give me a full, interview on why you do these things and how that's blackmail yeah i know it's, it's illegal well, yeah a lot of this this was in um the 70s that's crazy yeah and it's like super legal what he yeah. did 
But there was no rule against that. He was going deep investigation. But if you're going to do that type of deep investigation, like, sir, you might have to go deep within yourself because something don't seem right about you. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you are homosexual and you're just trying to play it off as if you're doing an investigation. (laughs) You're really just like doing it for fun. You know, like, let's just be honest. Somebody went to the bus stop. Yeah, he, you know what he was doing. (laughs) He knew exactly what he was doing. He was doing it for fun. He couldn't wait. He said that um, there's men who go to the bus stop Mm-hmm. And be in the stalls, um, giving out free fellatio, 50 guys. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? I just cannot. And that's what exposed the whole bus stops, airports, yeah. these secret areas, whatever. And even crazy enough, they talk, they talked about how, you know, um, uh, police officers who would, you know, um, or even groups of men. Mm-hmm. The reason that they would get AIDS is because they'll they'll be at a party. And then, you know, they're supposed to be completely heterosexual. Mm -hmm. And then what ends up happening is that there's a back room where they end up getting, the guys end up getting drunk. They go to this back room Mm -hmm. and then they end up accidentally, you know, having some type of intercourse. Whatever happens, happens basically. Yeah. But see, the reason they got AIDS is because they wouldn't use protection because if they brought protection, it meant that they came there for that. Yeah. Had the intention. Yeah. The intention. Wow. Isn't that crazy how the, I told you. The, the the mind is so complicated. That's crazy. That is crazy. The things people tell themselves in order to like move through life. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Crazy. Ooh, Lord. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Some heavy stuff there. There's a lot of stuff actually going on in general. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, I'm gonna talk about this in a in the other portion of this uh pod, but you know, like the the shooting. I know. I saw that. Ten people died. It was a grocery store. Yeah, and then last week, yes, eight people got shot up. In a nail shop? Yeah. This is, I can't, it's too much going on right now. They said, they said America's back to business as usual. I'm sure. Like, I don't, it's just shocking to, to, because like the economy or the the public is just getting back to normal. Mm -hmm. And then boom, they couldn't wait. They could not wait to do a mass shooting. (laughs) Like they just couldn't wait to get that out of their system. Like maybe they just was holding it in for so long because they just been quarantined. And now they're like, okay, now I'm finally out. Let me get this out of my system or whatever. They must've been plotting it, but I just don't understand. And I would never understand why somebody would just murder a bunch of people for no reason. Oh, there's reasons. I mean, there's reasons, but when you kill innocent people, I don't understand the reasoning of that. Just kill yourself. It's It's suicide. Think about it. Yeah. Like, you're gonna go out. You're gonna be like, all right, I'm going. I'm going out guns blazing, right? Yeah. You know, some people have. I don't know what their motives are. Sometimes they write these manifestos and mm-hmm. all this. It's just, it's just shocking because you don't even know how to feel mm-hmm. about this entire thing because we're still in the midst of a pandemic. Yep. Life is not normal, Mm-mm. and yet you have somebody who. Created something or did something that's so egregious that we used to see. We we didn't see it the entire lockdown. No, we didn't. Not even one like mass shooting. Not even Mm -hmm. a little bit. Nothing. And this is we used to have mass shootings literally on a week to week basis. Yeah, it has to at least be ten people before it even hits the news Mm -hmm. because it's just happening everywhere. Yeah, six people died or four people died. It's Mm -hmm. like you know, and people don't care. But then when you're like seventeen, like dang, seventeen. That's crazy. This happened like almost every month. Was like a large club or something, movie theater, something crazy. Yeah, and then for the entire pandemic, 
When people are on lockdown, you don't have one. Yeah. That's very telling. Mm-hmm. Then people are now going back to normal shopping. It's crazy. It makes me nervous, you know. What do you think about the whole stop Asian hate situation going That's on? That's crazy, too. You know, that, go, that all that craziness is going on. And why did that even start? Is it because of Trump and his foolishness of mm-hmm. calling the COVID the Chinese disease? Yeah, the um, Kung Flu. That's yeah, the a Kung good name. Flu. Oh, my God, you're crazy. So now they're just attacking, attacking Asian people. For no reason. Yeah, random attacks. And then I think there's some type of, I can't really tell yet. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to create some type of narrative mm-hmm. that is black versus Asian. Black versus Asian? Yeah. What, because of the Black Lives Matter thing? I'm not sure if it's Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. But I think that it could be Black Lives Matter where, yeah. you know, black you know black people had their time. Mm-hmm. And then now Asian people have their time. Okay. And you're saying who has the actual more legitimate struggle in this country? What? They trying to compare? There's a lot of comparison. Mm-mm. There's a um it's kinda like, you know, um again you see this on Clubhouse where you see people create rooms on, you know, like, oh now Asians want black people to pull up, huh? You know what I mean? Oh no, not not the pull up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You know, and you know, um and it's weird because when people are at a time of need mm-hmm. and are grieving and are scared and yeah. then you say then you say, Oh, I told you or uh, now you want to, you know, you throw See, that energy back like. at people. That's yeah, whack. That's super whack. Like we should be empathetic. We Always. should be, you know, damn, I, I feel for you. I understand what you're going through. I could be there for you just because they're, they're not there for us. Doesn't mean that, you know, we shouldn't be there for them. You yeah. know, it's just crazy to me. This world is just so, it's just, it's just wild. It's crazy. And then you, when you think it's not even that they're particularly aren't there for, you know, um, black people. Right. It's just that this is a, a moment for someone to say, ha, 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 it's your turn. That's horrible. And I think that's just not like, you know, it's like I said, if you have nothing positive to say, don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. It's that, you know. Exactly. Because, yeah, it might be an actual truth, right, that you might not feel supported or, you know, uh, they might not speak up on black issues. Yeah. But when something happens to them, mm-hmm. it's not the moment to be like, oh, see, told you so. Right, exactly. Should have looked out for yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not that type of energy. Yeah, and I feel like Asians, they just kind of stick to themselves. Like, I honestly don't feel like they really pay attention to, like, what's happening within other cultures or other races. They just kind of stick to themselves. And maybe they're just like, okay, you know, now we're being attacked. Can we just get some support? You know, so I don't see anything wrong with that. I really don't. But, you know, people always got to make an argument. They always got to make something out of nothing. To me, that's how I see it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's almost like they put out a narrative out there mm-hmm. that no one's actually saying. Yeah. It might be something they think personally. Yeah. And then they run with all these theories around it, you mm-hmm. know. But the whole stop Asian hate, it does feel a little bit. Like we're seeing all this kind of stuff happening again amidst the pandemic where people are just being affected emotionally mm-hmm. and just trying to get back to normal. Yeah, exactly. And then you said, oh, man, like, you know, if you're not Asian, then you're, like, you're not going to look at it that seriously. Just like if you're not black, you're not going to look at it that seriously. Right, right. You only look out for what you most relate to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's one of those things where it's like most people out there are, ex- are exhausted. Yeah. Heck yeah. Exhausted. And you're saying, hey. Come holler at me. Come help me. Like, I'm exhausted. I can't even help myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's actually a a true statement. Like, I can't even help myself. And you want me to help? Exactly. Like, I'm over here bloodied Mm -hmm. on my knees and you want me to help you up? Yeah. I can't even help myself up. 
That's how it be. It be like that, though. But, you know, um, we got to pray for everyone out there. For sure. Because um, yeah, we just got to do better. Yeah, we do. We definitely have to do better. And, you know, speaking of exhausted, we went to uh, New Orleans last weekend. Or oh, last week. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, we left Tuesday night and then we came back Thursday morning. So we were there really short, short visit. But that was like an exhausting trip, too. Uh, more for me, more like a mental uh, exhausting trip because we went for a funeral. My uncle, my mom's older brother passed away. And um, yeah, it's just like it reminds you that, you know, you see everybody wearing like the mask in church. And then, you know, at the uh, gravesite or graveyard, everybody's wearing masks. It just reminds you like, dang, like things are not back to normal. Like it's still very weird. You can't you can hug, but. People are like, should I hug? Should I not hug? You know, but because we haven't seen each other in so long, they're like, okay, I'm gonna hug you, you know, but it's just so exhausting. I'm just like, I can't wait for all this to like be over with. I, I know I really it needs can. to be over. Yeah, but it's it's not. It's, I, I, I predicted uh, summer. I don't think so. With Texas being open 100%, people really do not want to wear their mask. And I, they think that the disease is not here. Like they think that because they could just... Because the governor told us we don't have to wear a mask. COVID is just like it it went away. I'm like, no, COVID is still here, people. And the ones who don't want to wear a mask, they're not getting the vaccine. They just don't want to wear the mask. And I'm like, y'all can still get sick. So I don't know. I just feel like it's just going to keep making the issue worse. I don't think it's going to get better. I think it's going to get worse with people not wearing a mask. I know they said that some of the infection rates are going down Mm -hmm. due to everyone getting the vaccine. Oh, that's good. Um, but I'm um, even people are traveling even more now. That's true. Everybody so, in Tulum. <laughs> yeah. See, I told you we're inching slowly but surely mm-hmm. back. Yeah. And if everyone's able to like get on the vaccine, because I used to be not so sure about the the vaccine. I'm back to being not so sure. Why? Because of the whole. Yeah, I had a conversation with my esthetician today. <gasps> oh, you know, you think about okay. Yeah, she mentioned that it could make you sterile, and you know, we're thinking about having another, you know, baby. So. I would hate for that to happen to me because she's older. She was, she, she was like, you know, I don't care if I if it makes me stare. I'm not having another baby any, anyway. And I'm like, but I want to like I plan on having another one. So she's like, well, just make sure you do your research. And I'm like, I would hate to get the vaccine. And then months later, oh, there's a new symptom. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I, it makes me a little bit nervous because at first I was like, you know, babe, we need to get the vaccine before we travel because we're, you know, we're traveling next month. And um. And then once I had the conversation with her this morning, it made me think about it. I was just like, I don't know if I want to get the vaccine, at least not before, you know, we try start trying or, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm back to not being so sure about it. So but I learned a lot about the vaccine mm-hmm. uh, this past weekend. And it's not as unsafe as people are saying. Well, some people are getting really bad symptoms and some people aren't getting any. I think it just depends on what brand it is. Mm hmm. So she said she got the Johnson and Johnson, her, her mom and her husband and they, none of them had zero symptoms, but then there's other brands where people are getting like flu like symptoms. So I don't know. I think you, she just was like, just do your research, whichever one you pick, just make sure you do your research and see if there are like symptoms and what people are getting like the you know effects from it. I'm going to holler at the FDA, see if I can give me some, like... Not the FDA. See if I can create me some um, vaccine gummies. <laughs> Not gummies. Oh my God. You are crazy. Vaccine gummies? I know you take vaccine gummies. Well, I love gummies, so... <laughs> well, I love gummy bears. Not like gummies. They probably over here thinking, well, she like gummies. <laughs> no, definitely. I don't like gummies. You don't like gummies? No. Why? What's wrong with gummies? Hold on. You know, what is you, wrong with gummies? You know what happened. You know what happened to me. When, I don't know a clue. When we were in Vegas, 
No, not gummies. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the listeners might think that, oh, she likes gummies. I'm like, no, I don't like those gummies. I like gummy bears. Gummy bears. The candy. (laughs) (laughs) The candy. That's funny. Yeah, um, yeah, because what I learned about it was the way that they came up with it. Why why it was done so fast. Mm -hmm. Okay, that my favorite apple, which Mm -hmm. is the Cosmic Crisp, right? This is true. It was made with a particular technology, a particular technology mm-hmm. called CRISPR. Mm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And it's a very innovative technology <clears throat> where you're able to, um, in essence, change DNA mm-hmm. or, or change genes. Yeah. And in essence, not even have to have the actual, you know, when they actually had to do a vaccine in the past. Mm-hmm. The first, the first vaccine that was actually came out was for polio. Yeah. Here's another fact. Mm-hmm. The first time they understood that viruses existed mm-hmm. was during the Spanish flu. Mm. They knew that people were getting sick and stuff like that, but they didn't know exactly how it yeah. passed. Yeah. And that's when they discovered viruses like, mm-hmm. oh, dude, from the Spanish flu 100 years yeah. ago. So you would have to take a little bit of the weakened, you know, um, like uh, disease mm-hmm. or the, the virus and you'll you know, put it into your system yeah. and your body will create antibodies to protect to your body against it. it. Right. Yes. Okay. With the COVID-19, they didn't even need COVID at all. Mm. They already figured out what it was that uh, fought against COVID. So they, in essence, are able to um, create what they call RNA. Because mm-hmm. RNA is the one that does all the work. I know it's pretty complicated, but it's no, pretty I'm, important. I'm staying, yeah, I'm staying yeah. on track. Okay, DNA, right? Mm-hmm. That's your library, your archive. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. RNA is the one that takes little sentences and pieces from the archive mm-hmm. and it moves it around mm-hmm. to protect it and build structures. Yeah. So when you tell your body, all right, this is what's happening. This is the RNA. This is the messenger RNA that's going to kind of protect. You're in essence telling your body to say, hey, you're going to, like, bad weather's coming. Mm-hmm. We need to build up some storm shelters. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? We Let's need, gear yeah, up. Yeah, it's weatherized. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't need to actually experience the weather. Right, right. Before you protect yourself, mm-hmm. you could already put the building blocks of what needs to be protected for you, which you already know is coming. Which is kind of like the flu shot. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, it's the same thing. You take the flu shot, not because you have the flu, but because just in case. But the difference between the flu shot is that they actually take a little piece of the actual oh, flu. Oh, that's true. Because they change it like every year, yeah. right? Yeah, and then you gotcha. you get the flu. Yeah. Some people actually get the whole flu. Mm-hmm. Some people get a little bit of it. Yeah. But it's better having that type of flu, that weakened flu, mm-hmm. than a full-blown uh, flu. Right, right. Makes and, sense. And this new one with CRISPR, they're able to create... In essence, uh, a way to protect your body without actually having the virus in your body to begin with. Mm-hmm. You see okay. what I'm saying? So that's why um, it's a lot safer, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because if you learn about how, like, if it did restructure your DNA mm-hmm. or restructure your genes, that would be different. Yeah. You know, um, but if you do and read the science mm-hmm. about how it was created, um, I feel that there's, it's much safer. Yeah. You know, then what was there in the past. And, and look, if you're talking about, oh, I want to take the vaccine and all that. But then you go to McDonald's or Burger King. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's medicine, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. Whether you smoke weed or you do drugs or you eat fast food. Or drink alcohol. Drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. Eat vegetables. Um, eat apples. If it ain't organic. But you see what I'm saying? Anything yeah. you put in your body. Mm-hmm. You don't really know where it came from. That's true. 
Yeah. And it's still going through your entire body, nourishing your body. Mm -hmm. And it could be good. It could be bad. Yeah. But don't tell me, oh, I don't trust it. Because if you trust, if you don't trust that, then what do you trust? Because you don't know half the things that you're eating. Unless you have your own farm. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we need that. We need that. Your own that. little garden back there, little veggie garden, little fruit garden, little chickens. Yeah, we actually need that, though. No. I mean... Not at this house, but yeah. Yeah, not at this house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. not. Yeah, I want, you know, man, I, when I see people working on gardens, mm -hmm. it kind of makes me a little jelly. But here's yeah. the thing. Most people working on gardens never really show the final product because eh, it's not looking so good. Yeah, they're a little small. You yeah. Know, you're growing a little cabbage head. It ain't going be a little small. <laughs> yeah. It like, takes years yeah, before it you're does. good at. It does. Yeah, and then people just cross-pollination. So sometimes you try yeah. to grow this and it'll come out as this. And you're mm -hmm. like. That's true. That's very true. But I think it's super cute, though. I know growing up, my mom, we had a uh, plantain tree and we also had a fig tree. And so that was super cool. Did y'all eat the figs? Yeah, we ate the figs every Did year. Did y'all eat it like pluck it and then eat it like that? Yeah, or? we wash it off and we ate the figs just straight off the tree. How about the plantain? How was that? Plantain, yeah. You you know, you'll cut it once it gets a little yellow and then we would uh, fry it. Pan fry mm. it, pan sear it, I guess. And then sprinkle some sugar on it. Ooh, You better stop right now. I'm telling you, we had it in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I got a really good word for you. What's that? It's pretty juicy. I like juicy words. Prescient. Prescient. Mm-hmm. Okay. Prescient, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. is a word for something that was done ahead of its time. Mm. Let me give you an example. Yes. Okay. Remember that, that, um, that's, that there's a CNN or that one interview that the guy was having in his house and then... You know, like oh, the kids, little baby ran yeah, in. yeah, yeah, bust in yes. and all that, right? Yeah. Okay, that happened four years before the pandemic. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why I thought that happened during the pandemic. Exactly. That's what you call that's a prescient moment. Oh, that's prescient. That's crazy. Yeah. So when something happened, mm -hmm. you don't know it until you know go into the future, and you say, yeah. "Oh, that was a prescient moment that reminded us of something right now." That's crazy. Wow. I thought, I don't know why I thought that happened like recently. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So when something's like a little bit ahead of its time, it's prescient. I like that. That's a really good word, right? It is. But that video was so funny. <laughs> that baby so came in and then I'm assuming that was probably like the nanny or something. She bust through that door. She crawled on the floor. She grabbed that baby. She was like, come on, get out of here. And he, he, he was like, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. And then this kid came and he pushed his head. Oh. And like, he was just like, this is the worst. Ever. I bet it she was got like fired. a six month old yeah. baby, you know, yeah. he's just like wiggling in his little walker. That was so fun. And the way she ran through that door, she bust through. Yeah. She had like, been crawled on the floor and grabbed them. I was just like, oh my God, this is hilarious. And he goes, like, excuse me. I'm sorry. Excuse me. So I'm sorry. He's like, excuse me. And how do you I know even here. concentrate after that? Like, how do you just go back to work? You know, mm -hmm. I'd be like, cut. That's just fire me. I'll look for something else live. to work. I know, mm -hmm. which is even worse. It's like, how do you, come, you know, Come back to like, all right, let me go back to work, you know? Yeah, you know, let me give you a twofer. Mm -hmm. It's another word. Okay, so your first word, y'all got to know and use it, prescient. That's mm -hmm. a great word. Ne next one, anachronistic. Oh, God. Anachronistic. Anachronistic. Yeah, which comes from the word anachronism. Okay. Anachronistic mm -hmm. is a perfect word that me and you have been trying to figure out for a long time. Okay, what does this mean? What's the movie that we saw or that show that we saw that's similar to Stranger Things? Um. Oh, uh, why can't I think of it? It's um. I can't think of it. Um, it's um. 
a day like what is it no it's a it's um i am not okay with this yeah i am not okay with Ooh, this right I think of it okay if you watch the movie i am not okay with this what mm-hmm. is it in the movie that stuck out to us that just seemed weird the the iPhone. It was basically it was it seemed like it was filmed in like the the eighties, but she had all this like new stuff. It was very nostalgic, like what she wore and how it was filmed and where they lived. It seemed very eighties, but she had like an iPhone. I love that you just said that <laughs> because that is what you call anachronistic. Really, okay, something that, that is that is done outside of its historical time. Mm, that makes so sense. when something okay. is done. That's let's say they bring in old fashioned and bring mm-hmm, it new. Mm-hmm. Just like when you saw, um, uh, what's your favorite art? Bruno Mars. Yeah. That's anachronistic. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. Okay. Like mm-hmm. it looks like it's, it's in the wrong time. Yes. Like it like, or when you have um, uh, them, they had a cell phone, curly hair, mm-hmm. old school cars, but they yeah. had an iPhone. It was so the weird. The iPhone is anachronistic because it doesn't go with the time. Same thing mm-hmm. that you could use in the same way of, um, uh, is it Meghan Markle? Yeah. And Prince Harry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. When you talk about having a British family mm-hmm. and saying that, you know, you know, however you want to look at it, it's kind of racist to say that, <laughs> you know, you're royalty by blood, right? <laughs> Just by your blood and that you yeah. deserve to rule over all these people. Right. <laughs> so basically having that be the way that people conduct and govern now is what's looked at as anachronistic. Like it doesn't really seem that's just, it seems like it's in the wrong time. Yeah. Like it should be back then, not now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's how you look at it. It's like, that's not for this time. That's something's off about yeah. that, and that's anachronistic. Wow. And that movie was 100% that. Because we were watching it. It was like, man, this is so great. And then she pulled out an iPhone. It was like. It just threw you yeah, off. we were like, when was this filmed? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so, mm-hmm. like, confused. Is this an old show or is this a new show? Because they dress like they're straight from the 80s. Everything, literally, the appliances in the kitchen. Appliances. 80s. Yeah, and cars, she had an iPhone. houses, 80s. Yeah. I'm like, what is, what is going on? And then she had a straight up iPhone. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm so confused. Hairstyles. It's Everything. Like- <laughs> I think even the music they were playing. Everything was like Everything. 80s. I was so confused. The, the prom. Yeah. 80s, 80s clothes. I'm like, what is this? And they had an iPhone. They had an iPhone. That was so, but I think they purposely, obviously they purposely did that. Maybe that was like a clue or something that we just like figured out for like season two. Yeah. Well, I always thought about stuff like if you created a movie called like Distraction, <laughs> right? And this guy talking, there's a little something like Mm-mm. right there on his lip, right? You're watching it the whole time. Yeah. You can't even watch the movie because no. you're like. Do you see that on his list? Is that supposed to be there? Yeah, that's why it's called distraction. But you see, half it was made to look like it wasn't supposed to be there, but they just left it on an accident and they overlooked it. There's that's no way. There, there's no way. That would create so much anxiety for people. You're like, I know you see that, right? <laughs> he needs to, you know, or he might have like something hanging in his beard. And he's Some leftover like, food. Yeah, in his he's beard. like, and he's arguing with somebody. You don't talk to me like that. He's and like, it's all shaking. Yeah, he like, so wiggling. Like, you said in his beard. Is that a reflection? <laughs> you know, people. People will restart the movie. Like, That's me. I would do that too. Is that something in the movie? Like, yeah. You can't tell. Is that like a, a flash? That's me. The whole entire movie, I'll be bringing it up and you just be ignoring me. Yeah. Like, just chill, Bly. Watch the movie. I'm like, but what is that? <laughs> like, I'm just so distracted. Man, Bly, by that. when we watch a movie, <laughs> I'm trying to say, look, I'll be like, hey, Bly, look at this. It'd be like, it'd be a 30 second clip. I'm like, look at this. She's like, and she's looking at us like, how did that happen? I was like, Listen, he's like, but I don't really get. 
<laughs> I be talking the whole entire clip. You know, I, I be, can I can do both. I can I say how are you gonna listen and watch? I be having. I mean, how are you gonna listen and talk? I be having questions. I can't watch the whole thing and then ask questions. I have to ask questions as things happen. <laughs> Otherwise, I forget. I'm like, what is this that I'm watching that you're showing me? And why is she doing this? You're like, blah, just watch it. I'm like, okay, but I just don't get it. Oh my god. <laughs> Anything you want to share with the people? Uh, check out our t-shirts Oh yeah um, We went to Jam Nola What was it called? Jam oh, yeah. Nola mm-hmm. In New Orleans We went to like a pop-up shop That was super duper cool We had so much I loved fun. it Man yeah. I loved that It was like The icing on the cake Especially for that visit Because we did go for a funeral And the fact that my mom was like Hey there's a, like a pop-up shop I want to take you guys to And they booked everything We got there We were like running super duper late But we got there right on time and um, yeah, it was so. It inspired cool. you, right? It did. It made me want to like kind of tap in more into like my culture and kind of learn like who I am and where I come from, as far as like you know my city, my state, and music and food and why we are you know the way we are. So, so. original, like you just saw. Yeah. You saw like your history, like right there. They're playing all those like the, the second f- line, the second line, mm-hmm. and you're like, and that was like in the '60s, and yeah. you're like, wow, like we still do that now. That's why mm-hmm. New Orleans is so original. Exactly. Yeah. You're about to buy a shirt. And then Bly was like, you want to buy that shirt? I was like, it's all about New Orleans. Of course, you know it's all about New Orleans. And I was like, if I wear that shirt, people don't think I'm from New Orleans. No, your accent. You ain't got no New Orleans accent. (laughs) (laughs) Baby. Oh, my God. Well, look. Such a good one. (laughs) I really appreciate you all for joining us on this episode. Mm -hmm. As you know, we'll always will see you later. And we love you to death. A peace out. And remember, if someone asks you to be the bigger man, You look at them and say, I am the bigger man. Peace out.